Millions of New Yorkers have shut themselves in their homes in March for an indefinite amount of time to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Only a fraction might actually have COVID-19, the disease the virus causes. Most are people over 50 and immunocompromised. They're the most susceptible to the virus. Most of them don't ever go to the hospital. They've got a mild case. They just stay home like the rest of us in isolation. Like me. I'm a young, reasonably healthy woman who just didn't fit the bill for self-quarantine. This is The New Normal, a podcast with stories about how the coronavirus pandemic has impacted a global hotspot. There's 10 or so episodes in this series, ripe for binge listening. We cover the economy, sports, socializing with social distancing, how anyone is supposed to get work done from home, and the madness of self-quarantine. Sorry, that last one was too real. I'm Paige Cornicelli. Stick around. My plan for that workday was set. I was ready to help take in deliveries, stock the shelves, and process curbside orders. I was dressed with one shoe on when my mom called. Tom's mom has COVID. Get back in bed. You're staying home. I worked with Tom, and with one yell through the door, the next two weeks went from liquor bottles and cardboard boxes to heavy blankets and bed. I was worried about my job and my coworkers. Hell, everything worried me at that point. Most worrisome? The health and safety of my family. My close, tight-knit family was no longer up in each other's business, but as far away from one another as possible in our single-family home. I couldn't see my coworkers. I couldn't see my family. It was just me, my pet reptiles, and my bedroom. A prison in my own house. Four green walls, a sticker-covered door. Makeup scattered on a table. There's clothes all over the floor, a Nintendo Switch tossed to the side. The faint sound of a lizard thumping into its tank, and the pitter-patter of dog paws on wood floors. The soundtrack of my 14 days in quarantine. I'm not getting ready to go to work. Instead, I get ready for another day of homework, my bed, and nothingness. This prison in my room is all to keep my grandma and stepmom safe. Risa Leventhal sits in her room by herself, no company except for our needy dog. My stepmother's asthma puts her at risk for the virus, her safety compromised just by breathing. So the three things that I take away most from quarantine is worry, boredom, and loneliness. Worry is a big factor in my house these days. My 75-year-old grandmother, Babs, and my two great aunts that live downstairs also cannot get sick. They wouldn't survive if they contracted the virus. Plain and simple. I try to stay away from the women downstairs. The senior contingency, as we call them, are all stuck in their prison cells, too. Downstairs is Barbara, my mother-in-law, my Aunt Mo, and my Aunt Eleanor. I do have people in the house here, so we have someone to talk to and get aggravated with when we're really upset. There's boredom, too. Babs and her friends cannot see each other. They're her freedom, her chance to have fun after taking care of my grandpa before he passed away in 2016. She makes it work, though with her beloved iPad, her TV, 
and our chats from opposite ends of the staircase. We're managing to eat all day and have, uh, you know, little talkouts and a little private time. And Of course, I'd rather be going out and going out to eat and to a movie, but we could only do what we could do. And that's what I'm doing. Hockey is big in my house. My diehard love for the New York Rangers has infected my family. That's where we'd be right now, hopefully watching the Rangers in the playoffs. We would take a drive out of state to see other teams play. I'd be getting ready for my summer vacation before my senior semester. I'd pile into a car with my best friends for a concert or just go to the beach. But we can't. There's nowhere to go, nothing to see, no one to meet. There's just nothing. Will we ever go to a hockey game or a sporting event? Will we ever go to a concert and see our favorite singers or artists? I don't know. And that worries me too. The only thing we have right now in this quarantine is our thoughts and our prayers isolated from everyone else. And with all this extra time, uh, I, I do a lot of thinking. The closest we've been to one another in weeks is the dinner table. My mom and I are at one end and Risa is at the other, at least six feet away at all times. The senior contingency eats downstairs. But we are still together in some sense of the word. Conversations with Babs are through a glass door or from the top of the staircase while she is at the bottom. Greetings are bumping our elbows together or away from across the room. What I wouldn't give for a hug. No human contact can really break a person down. We try to stay six feet apart. I haven't given my wife a kiss or a hug in five weeks now, six weeks. I haven't given Paige a hug or a kiss either. And I miss that. I miss them. I'm, I'm lonely. I want to be there for them. It's just hard from a distance. My life turned upside down in a matter of minutes. I went from living relatively carefree, working 50 hours a week, to nothing. I followed social distancing rules, six feet back, a tight-fitting face mask in public, hand washing, and hand sanitizer when I can't wash. And to be totally honest, I don't do it for me. I am young. I'm only 24. I have my health aside from the occasional bout of bronchitis. If I get COVID-19, I can beat it. I'm resilient and I have a strong immune system. I've never smoked, never compromised my lungs in any way, so it is something that I could beat. I self-isolate for the people who can't survive it. I do it for Joe and Lorenzo, my older co-workers. I do it for Risa, Babs, and my aunts, the people that love me. My grandpa would say that this too shall pass. We will. And I hope we come out stronger for it. I'll take a prison in my room any day for them. What would you do for your loved ones? This is The New Normal, a podcast with stories about how the coronavirus pandemic has impacted a global hotspot. I'm Paige Cornicelli. Suffolk County, Long Island got hit hard by the coronavirus. Many of the cases emerged at retirement and nursing homes. Both residents and healthcare workers were afflicted. We'll take a closer look at how one family of healthcare workers adjusted to the new normal to protect themselves and others. Go on, take a listen. <laughs>